Welcome to Weird Works. I'm Dr. Christy, your host. This podcast was designed to create a space where conversations about alternative healthcare topics can occur in an open platform without judgment. We will bring the facts that support sometimes controversial subjects in an attempt to break down barriers towards accessing true healthcare. All too often, alternative care is sought after as a last resort rather than a first option. This podcast will provide the evidence that you need in order to make informed decisions about your health, to empower you with the facts that you need to take your health into your own hands, and to encourage you that there is hope your body heals. Join us to hear from experts of all things weird, as well as the testimonies of people with stories of radical healing who were once told that their condition was a death sentence, maybe that they would just have to live with it, or that drugs and surgeries were the only answer. We look forward to sharing stories of encouragement with you. Please leave your questions in the comments so that we can engage with you. And don't feel shy or hesitate to let us know what alternative healthcare topics you would like to hear more of on the Weird Works podcast. In good health naturally, I'm Dr. Christy. Hey everybody, Dr. Christy Harville here. We are at Health by Design and I am joined with Jasmine Wooden from Blue Sage Cuisine. So I'm going to introduce you to um, Jasmine and let her tell a little bit about her story. So Jasmine, how long have you had Blue Sage Cuisine? Well, we are moving into our seventh year. So we started in 2013 um, in the fall, moved here from California and essentially jumped into this immediately. Wow, good for you. So tell us what, what launched, why did you start Blue Sage Cuisine? What was it? Absolutely. So um, my personal health story is I have three kidneys, which is my superpower. I know, but um, it proved to be an issue with my body filtering properly. And um, so I was holding toxins in my body. Mm -hmm. And so I was introduced to a health food diet um, called the Maker's Diet specifically. And it was really about sourcing, um, caring, you could essentially eat everything, but it was where your food came from was really important. Grass-fed meats and um, organic proteins and, and produce. And so after going through that, I was completely relinquished of all of the um, medical issues that I had. Wow, amazing. The body heals. So the body heals. Love and that. so I'm um, just fueling my body with the things that it needed to do what it could do naturally. It happened. That's awesome. And so moving here, it was really important that if I was going to do anything in food service, that I could really um, stick with my why and ensure that I was giving people high quality food um, that they really loved and enjoyed. But the purpose and the goal behind it was nourishing food that really could heal their bodies. I love that. That's awesome to be able to take that amount of integrity and build an entire company model around it. Have you ever found that it was hard at any point to maintain that or did you ever have to make a decision whether to like bring it bigger scale or stick with that sustainable, more healthy, organic model? Absolutely. So it's, it's, it's come up. Um, that's, that's the one place that we're not going to falter. Um, it's non-negotiable. We've had people call us and ask, hey, can you just do this and, you know, make it easier or what have you, and we just cannot. That's our goal. That's, yeah. that's why we're here. And it's so fulfilling when someone calls and says, my dad was diagnosed with cancer. He's in remission. We're on a really strict plant-based diet, but we've got 200 people coming to our wedding. I want my dad to eat, but I also mm-hmm. want my guests to enjoy. And we can create a completely sustainable plant-based meal that everyone absolutely loves halfway through they realize it's vegan or plant-based, um, but we can meet people's dietary needs and still not compromise on our quality, not compromise. Um, and then ultimately we get to share that story. 
now we've got an audience of 200 people wondering how and why did you do this? And now we get to explain because this is what heals his body and ultimately can heal yours. Yeah. So it's going, you're kind of like spreading the message Absolutely. by doing that. Absolutely. That's really cool. Well, a lot of our audience can totally relate to that. Most of the people that are listening probably are on some kind of food restriction or have a sensitivity. And so we're trying to kind of breathe that into our programs with patients as well, teaching them that, you know, this can be an adventure. It can be an opportunity to try new things that you might not already have tried and to kind of maintain that mentality rather than look at it as like total deprivation. So tell me some of those. I want to know more about some of those like alterations that you've made like at some of your catering. What yeah. is like one of the weirdest requests that somebody's given you? Um, so we've had we've had the ones that are completely open to anything, but um, mom is allergic to chicken and dad is allergic to gluten and the bride is allergic to dairy oh, and the groom doesn't eat mushrooms and doesn't eat anything yeah. burnt. So a lot of people are probably like, right, what's left? Right, exactly. And yeah. so those are those opportunities where we say, okay, obviously first we're gonna make it all gluten free. We're gonna make it all dairy yeah. free. And so you start with kind of those bases. Yeah. And then when people realize how many options are still available, right. it changes everything. And so for us, one of our most popular dishes is our vegan crab cake. Okay. It's made with hearts of palm, Really, really simple. Oh, I had that at one of our events. It's so good, you guys. It's probably our number one item, but that's yeah. one of those things where it accommodates the shellfish allergy, dairy allergy, and yeah. people have no idea what they're what they're missing. Right. Right. Yeah. So, that's super fun. I love that. So I know about the catering, but you also have been involved in some of like community education. Yes. Do you want to talk about some of the places where you've educated yeah. and maybe the topic? Absolutely, absolutely. So one of our primary focus is, is a lot of people get nervous when they hear I'm going to go organic or I'm going to go natural or plant-based. Their first thought is it's too expensive. And you so, absolutely. Yeah, and, 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 you know, being on both sides of it, you're going to pay it on the front end or the back end, right? So if you're not going to nourish your body on the front end, you're going to pay the medical bills on the back end. So um, our focus is how can we how can we stretch your budget and still ensure your family is eating a really nutritious and fulfilling, um, you know, weekly meal plan. And so what we do is we go into moms groups specifically. Um, Jack Stroller, for instance, is one of our, our biggest okay. um, clients, and they've got groups all over town. And so we go in and we do community educational classes where we meal plan for them. We show them how you can go to the store, what can $150 get you for a family of four, how do you shop in bulk? How do you stretch, you know, if you can afford to buy Brussels sprouts, can we turn that into a salad? Can we saute them? So we do things that are nutritious, that can be a little bit more affordable, that traditionally maybe your family doesn't love, but we can right. give you some fun recipes and some fun ways to stretch those things out. I love that. Absolutely. So are you a fan of the box stores then? Like we were talking about kind of, you know, kind of stretch things out. So my, my favorite places to shop here locally were really um, sparking up with sprouts. You can get so many great organic and natural and locally sourced products there. Fresh fields, places that are focused solely on produce and meat and they bring in a lot of their products um, are going to be a lot more affordable than the big stores. Um, I generally tend to primarily shop there. Sprouts, um, we have Lucky's and Earth Fair, which were fantastic. We're still morning. I know. It's, it's tough. It's, I know. It's tough. I'm near the beach, so I still get native ever so yeah. often. But those kinds of places feel intimidating, but once you walk in, you're going to realize yesterday I was there, you could get organic mangoes for a dollar and organic grapes were a dollar eighty-eight a pound. 
the only place you can get a seeded watermelon and a huge watermelon is six dollars so yeah. things like that that are going to stretch through the week for your family are actually going to be more cost effective than a public or a one right now that's awesome yeah so do you find in order to make it affordable that you do have to kind of shop several stores I do, yeah. I make it. A, I have a shopping day for sure. Um, I grew up with my great grandmother, and that's how she shops. So that doesn't bother me. But if you can set aside, you know, two and a half hours and, and make a week, you can still get your favorite products from the stores you love. Mm -hmm. But I would advise look for the produce and look for the meeting places that specifically focus on those things because you're gonna find grass-fed and free-range at much more affordable prices than you're gonna find in a traditional grocery store. Do you go to any of the farmers markets or anything on that? Um, occasionally, I my my schedule makes it a little bit tough. But when we initially moved here, I did Darbo, I did Saint Augustine. Um, those for me were what I found was those were the the ones that had actual local producers, yeah. um, and so you can really trust everything there. A lot of times, it's tough with the larger markets because. They're just importing things and it's the same things that you would find in grocery yeah. stores sometimes. Um, so if you're gonna do farmers markets, I always say just ask the producers where 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 everything comes from. Right. Yeah. They're happy to tell you too. Absolutely. Like believe me, if somebody's doing all the right things and organic and pesticide free, like they are happy to share Absolutely. their practices with you. Like these guys could talk for hours on end about Absolutely. what they're doing. Absolutely. So they're happy to share. They're not trying to like not disclose on anything. Yeah. So I think that's fun. Okay, so you used a word before. I'm going <laughs> to ask you to define something. Okay. Or do your best. Yes. What does sustainable mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, a few different perspectives. If you're looking at um, fish, for example, okay. that's a really great place to start. Um, you want to look at places where their focus is not just on the meat or the product that they're giving you, but the entire ecosystem that goes along with that. And so, if you're looking at going to Whole Foods, and going up to the meat counter and you ask them for salmon, it's gonna have a big sustainable sign, which means that the ecosystem is really cared for appropriately so that we can continue to produce those products um, so that they can continue to be produced in a manner that is ethical um, for both the animals and for the producer, um, but they can still sustain um, pricing that is affordable for the consumer. Those things are really important because what you'll find is, you kind of mentioned the big box stores, a lot of times um, their goal is profit and not the quality of the products. And so you want someone who's considering the entire ecosystem, the economy, the actual animals that they're you know, working with or the produce that they're growing, the consumer and the bottom line. And that's really essentially what that sustainability ecosystem looks like. So that word, if you could find the sustainable on your food labels, it sounds like that kind of checks all of our boxes then. Cause you started the interview by saying you were on a quest to heal your own body by having healthy quality type foods, but if it's sustainable, it's gonna affect not only your nutritional biochemical health, but our health definitely still is impacted by the environment and the air and water quality and the soil quality. So it might not be as obvious that it's directly related yeah. to your health. It's more obvious like what you put in your mouth is related, but long-term taking care of our world and mother earth, that's still a big part of our health Huge. And then your financial health as well, because that's another big part of the sustainable instead of, you know, just profit driven, commercially driven yeah. stuff as well. So that's like a lot of different it's boxes. Huge. Yeah, it's really important. You okay. mentioned pesticides and things like that. We're going to 
almost immediately check that off as well. That's right. really important to us. Um, Non-GMO, pesticide-free, preservative-free, mm -hmm. and we make all of our sauces from scratch. All of those things are really important because we want to shy away from those things, right. and that sustainability box is going to check that as well. So that's interesting because I know people are very much um, looking for the USDA organic label mm -hmm. and the non-GMO non project verified, and we teach that in our label reading classes. We don't always focus so much on looking for the word sustainable, so that's a good tip. Absolutely. Okay, so next question. You use the word sauces. I've gotten to taste Jasmine's food. Um, she. We know her through Trailblazers, so our women's um, monthly networking meeting. If you haven't been a part of that, she caters that. And then we were just starting to get pre-COVID <laughs> before things kind of closed down in group settings. She will be um, catering our third Thursdays, and we'll get that rocking and rolling as soon as we're allowed to again. But I've gotten the opportunity to taste a lot of her um, uh, foods and sauces, and so is there a rumor out there is a rumor out there that Jasmine you will have some of your own products we do yeah we actually just started a soft launch a couple of weeks ago oh, so that's, that's been cool. really great so what we're looking to do is is have a line of, of products that are vegan gluten-free um keto options that are sugar-free um so within each line we want to ensure that we can kind of check off the boxes for everyone that we yeah. serve um and so our clients traditionally, you know, are, are kind of in a need of something not being there, but all of the flavor and quality. I love it. And her stuff is so good. Like, you can't really tell that it's the healthier version of whatever you, you're eating. She made these lentil meatballs for us, and they tasted like meat. Like, like really couldn't tell by the taste or the texture or anything. Um, okay, so how will people find your sauces and your products? Yeah, so um, our website is the easiest place for everything. That's okay. www.foodsafecuisine.com. Okay. Everything is there. You can order products online, um, find out more about our services, listen to the story again, you know, yeah. in text form. Um, but also, um, we eat with our eyes. And so it's really mm -hmm. great being in food service because people are drawn to us by what they see. And they see the beautiful images, they see the gorgeous food. So that draws them in, and then we get a chance to share the story. So we're kind of doing it in reverse. You're hearing the story, but right. check out the site and get to see that it, it looks and feels and tastes just yeah. like everything. It really does. And we will put her website in the um, comments below so you guys can have easy access to that. So what's on the agenda for you? Where will people find Jasmine Wood and Blue Sage Cookie next? Um, so it's uh, our... COVID has changed our plans quite a bit, <laughs> but we um, just opened a new facility, which is really great. And so we'll be doing some in-house tastings and some kind of um, seasonal tasting dinners coming soon. And then hopefully at weddings all over town. <laughs> yeah, people have had their events rescheduled, so hopefully we'll be able to resume with all of that. Okay, so at the end of our podcast, I always like to show our guests have you ever been muscle tested before? Okay, so we're going to show Jasmine how we do a quick health screening in the office on our patients. Okay, so Miss Jasmine, you were talking about some of the food restrictions that a lot of your clients have. So I thought it would be fun to show you how at Health by Design we screen our patients for food sensitivity. So I'm going to introduce you to muscle tests. Okay, <laughs> so all you're going to do is just hold this arm out straight in front of me, okay. in front of you, okay. and I'm going to just be pushing down towards the floor. You just want to push up into my hand and match my pressure. Okay. Okay. So easy enough, right? Okay, so when your arm stays solid like that, that's what we call your muscle lock. Okay. Okay, 
or during the testing, I'm just going to put pressure over um, areas on the surface of the body that correspond to the different organs. Okay. When I do that, we either get a lock or what we call an unlock. Okay. okay. Everybody's unlock is a little bit different. Okay. Some people are just going to like wiggle around <laughs> and other people it goes like all the way down. Okay. So the first thing we're going to do is feel your lock and your unlock. Okay. <laughs> this is where we get weird. We like to say weird words. We just embrace the weirdness here in the office. Okay. So match my pressure. So that's your lock. So I'm going to touch a point on the bridge of your nose. When I touch with one side of my finger, we get the lock. Now watch what happens when I turn my finger over. Oh. That's <laughs> a typical reaction. That. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> Want to do it again? I do. Okay, let's check. Okay. okay, so that's your lock. Okay. okay. So I touch. That's your lock again. Turn my finger over. That's your unlock. Cool, right? That's so crazy. Okay. It is super crazy, but that's how we use. That's how we're communicating with the body. The body can communicate to us whether it likes something or doesn't mm -hmm. like something. And I'm going to show you that in a minute. So that's actually exactly what's supposed to happen. That just tells me that your body is responding the way it's supposed to. So you're designed correctly. That's okay. good. That's the first good news. Awesome. Okay, so now I'm just going to do a screening. So okay. you just keep matching my pressure. Okay. But we're going to just go like this around the body with light pressure. It's comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. And we'll just see which areas lock and which areas unlock. And I don't know anything. We do a little bit about your story, what you shared with us in the interview. And I don't know much about like health history beyond that. But she's doing pretty good. Can oh. you feel that? Okay, so this area is your large intestine. Okay. So that can be a little uh that could be a private conversation about digestive health, but okay. that is in the top ten list of reasons why people come here. And of course it is directly related to what you eat, the you know, your digestive health. So the next part of the testing would be that means that to, to us that means there's some kind of weakness in the large intestine. Okay. So I can't diagnose anything, but what I want to do is see if there's something nutritionally that could help your large intestine. Right. So over here, these are all little sample bottles of the whole food nutrition that we use in the office. Okay. So you've seen pictures of our office. There's all these test kits on the wall upstairs. And so all we're going to do is place this in your energy field to see if that will give us a change in the muscle test. Oh. So now when you hold that, I'm going to go back over the large intestine. And it didn't change it, did it? You still got the unlock. Yeah. Okay. So that means that this cayenne pepper, which I just randomly pulled out of the test kit, <laughs> isn't going to help your gut. Okay. Doesn't mean it's bad for it. Um, but we're going to just find a couple of things to see if I can find a nutritional remedy. So let's try this one. So hold that. Bring your arm up. Now we get a lock. Mm. Feel the difference? So that means that what's in this bottle will help your large intestine. And what I had her hold is a bottle of prosymbiotic, which is a common probiotic formula from Standard Process, which is one of the major companies that we use. So just by doing this quick screening, we indicate that there is some healing that your gut could do, and it will respond to nutritional products. So what we do during the full nutrition exam, we have um, additional test kits. The next question to answer would be, is there an imbalance in immune factors, like good, good bacteria or good and bad yeast? Okay. 
are there potential food sensitivities? And then sometimes the bowel gets loaded with like chemical toxins or heavy metals. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the main things that we would test for. And then based on you know the evidence from all of that evaluation, we would build a customized nutrition program with diet, maybe some diet modification and or restriction and whole food supplementation to heal the body. So that's a cool little demo. What do you think? That's incredible. I was love it that. comfortable? Yeah. Oh, yeah. easy. Yeah. And what I, I think it. it's important for our viewers to know is that, you know, in a couple of minutes, we're able to identify, even without an extensive history, where there could be some need for improvement in the body and get to the root of the problem very quickly without a lot of like invasive testing procedures. That's just a little snippet of what we do. So if any of you are interested in getting muscle tested, if you want to book some catering with Jasmine or try some of her new products or book a, um, something in the new tasting room facility that she was telling us, and we will include those links below. And for now, we're going to be signing off. So in good health naturally, I'm Dr. Christy. Thanks for viewing. Jasmine, you've been off. Awesome.